Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Yes, my head looks way different, and it's it's very itchy. Uh, shout out to uh, all the black women out there who I've ever seen patting your head uh, in pain. I understand now. I've never had my hair braided, twisted. Uh, this shit fucking hurts. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, as usual, I'll, I'll talk about all that shit later, but as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming, however you listen, I appreciate it. So now tell a friend, enemy, coworker, tell somebody about my podcast. If you're new, welcome. Uh, this is my podcast, Negro Please Radio. I'm a comic, Chris Allen, and it goes for about 20, 30 minutes. I talk about shit that's going on with my son uh social stuff sports whatever's on my mind so it's not always a funny podcast but i think it's also i think it's always insightful so if you like insightful this is the podcast for you um i'll begin with i'll begin sorry jesus i'll begin with my milestone for those who don't know we have a soon-to-be nine-year-old son his name is miles and i like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And right now, not a bunch of anything. Not a much. Of, I'm sorry. Not a much. Not much of anything. Um, he's back in school. I want to say this is his second full week back, or his first full week back, and uh, he seems to be enjoying it. Uh, the, the fact that they can't talk at lunch is uh, it sucks, man. Uh, I, I get it. The mass thing really sucks. But um, here's the thing, man. Kids are resilient. They really are. I, I, I get that it sucks. Um, but we got to do what we got to do, man. Last thing we need is fucking kids dropping dead from this shit, man. I, I, I understand everybody's freedoms and shit. I get it, people. I understand. But here's something I don't, which is funny to me. Um, over the last, I would say, 20 years, uh, you've seen a lot of fighting between, you know, liberals and and conservative white people. This is this has been a, a long going culture war. That is that's what's going on in this country right now. It's a culture war between conservative, the conservative right, and the liberal left, and uh, minorities, people of color. We're just kind of caught up in the middle of this shit, you know. Y'all think the country should be one way. Y'all think it should be another way. And it's just a lot of spite. A lot of people making new rules and laws to spite each other. And eventually, no one will have anything fucking left because y'all just can't get along. But the irony is, y'all say black people can't get get along together. But here y'all are tearing the fucking country apart. Yep. It's y'all fault. We're only 17% of the of the nation. Sorry, white people. If this shit goes down, it's y'all fault. It's y'all fucking country, remember? It's y'all country. <laughs> we, we just we just here chilling. But uh, oh, I digress. But the irony is to me, it's just like for the last 20 years or so, you keep hearing all these people how uh say how weak and and pussify all the kids are America's the kids are so weak. They, they're not tough. They need to toughen up. And these are the same people that says that say all this, all the kids are weak. The new generation, they're a bunch of pussies. You're the parents at uh, these school board meetings, threatening health officials. You're threatening teachers. You're threatening faculty. 
because of the mask saying that your child is going to have PTSD, that they, they can't breathe in the mask. It's hurting their face. Same people that call American kids in the younger generation, a bunch of pussies. Now you're saying that your, your kid can't wear a mask. It hurts. They're, they're going to have flashbacks, PTSD. They're traumatized. And if you really, if you think about it, in the last couple of decades, we've seen an uptick in people talking about bullying, um, about, you know, kids going to therapy, people be, being more sensitive. And let's be honest, man, the right made a lot of fun of these people. Oh, you're being too sensitive. You're being this, you're being that. And here you are doing the same shit. Saying that y y your kids can't wear a mask because they're, they're traumatized. I, I love. I, there was one lady saying that if God wanted our our uh, faces covered up, He would have made us this way. It's just we got to uncover our face. This is what God wants. She's wearing glasses. God gave you blurry ass vision, bitch. Take off the glasses. Stop reading the note that you wrote on your, your iPhone. That's not how God intended for people to um, communicate. You should have wrote it down. You shouldn't have drove your car there. Take your clothes off. People really pick and choose all this shit, this natural stuff that God wants us to have. They really pick and choose. And speaking of God, um, What's going on in Afghanistan is a fucking travesty, man. It is uh, absolutely upsetting, especially for somebody who was in the military for 20 years, man. Just to see us going there back in 2001 when, honestly, man, we probably shouldn't have went in there in the first place. And uh, I talked to a few people, and they're always, they're always like, well, what were, what were we supposed to do? You got to find out who exactly did what. And then you find those people, man, just invading a country because they has, because you didn't basically, let's be honest. You had not like the names. You go, Hey, they got these Al Jazeera names. We don't like them. We don't like the Allah walk bar stuff. They speak that language. They look like the people we're going after them. That's all that shit is, man. That's, that's all that was. They look the same. They have the same, uh, same sounding names. We're going in there. We can justify this shit. It's just so funny to me, man. <laughs> God damn. The irony. The irony. Like a lot of my white friends is like, man, come on, man. We didn't own slaves. It's like, hey, y'all look like slave owners, man. That's why people don't really want to fuck with y'all. And here y'all are doing the same shit to these fucking brown people. Well, they look like the guys that blew up the buildings. The, the names sound similar. They, they like the same God. You know, they might not like us. They might, they, they don't like us. They didn't do what happened to us, but they don't like us. They worship the same God. I think that's good enough uh, for probable cause to go into someone's sovereign country and just invade that shit. Man, and I get it. There's, there were training grounds and shit in there, but hey, we really couldn't trace anybody back to that country, man. And you see, most of those high, we, we talked about this for the last two decades. You see how we are. Most of those hijackers were Saudi Arabian. We're Saudis. We fuck with Saudi. We whooped. We fought everybody else over there but them. 
<laughs> we blame every, and we still over there. We still kicking with these people. We're so phony. We're so phony. But it is absolutely sad seeing people. Can you imagine how desperate you have to be? To I mean, I've seen people after 9-11 jump out of a burning building because they had nowhere to go. I can't imagine making that choice. To see people jumping onto an, clinging onto the outside of an airplane. An airplane, man, getting caught up in the landing gear. People were getting crushed. People fell off. Could you imagine? That's the thing. No American can really fathom being terrified enough to jump onto a moving airplane as it's taxiing and hang on as it takes off. Could you imagine the level of fear and desperation to jump onto a moving airplane? Let that shit sink in, man. And everybody over here, left and right, oh, my God, it's so, this is so sad. This is, you know, we got to help these people. And we should. We should help them. We went over there. And to see, like, conservative outlets ask that a dumb question, like, is it really our responsibility to, to uh, take care of these people? We invaded their country. Occupied it for almost two decades. Half the fucking country, most of the country is in ruins and rubble. Thousands of people are dead. Tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands. Families, I mean, just destroyed. Uh, I mean, we have left that, that country in, in shambles. And we're just like, ah, of, yes. It is our responsibility to help those people. And the thing is, when we first went in there, we knew this was going to happen. Like, how the fuck are we going to get out of here? That's their that's their country. Why do we think we could go over there and just occupy it? And just, you, did, did we really think we were going to wait them out? That's where they live. Can somebody outweigh you in your home? No, they can't. That's your house. They knew eventually they're going to have to leave. We sunk so much time and money into that place. And not, and for what? And for what? Man, I just, I had so many just friends go over there, man. It, it's just, it's wild, man. It's just seeing it happen. And here's the thing. Well, we fucked these people over, man. The moment we left, I don't even. It didn't even seem like they. It didn't even seem like they tried to even fight at all. It was. It was inevitable what was going to happen, man. And as as cold and harsh as this may sound, eventually, man, the people of Afghanistan. If you want freedom, if you want all that kind of stuff, you have to earn it on your own. I don't. I don't want to hold their hand forever. I know it sucks. I know that probably sounds very mean, cold, and harsh. But the thing is, we can't we can't be over there forever. I don't want another base in some other country, and eventually my son or my grandkids or my friends' kids have to go over there. And and again, and for what? 
I don't want it to turn into another Germany, another uh, a Korea, while we're just over here, over there, just occupying their country decade after decade, just sinking money into it. And then eventually we're just, we, we're stuck there. Now we can't leave because we become such a, a, a part of their economy. That's kind of how it is in Korea. We've been there for so long. We've, we've done so much over there. Like some of those towns wouldn't last if, if we, if we left, we, we pumped too much money into their economy economy. We've become part of their, basically like their ecosystem. You know, we we're so deep rooted over there. Now we can't leave. I, we don't, I don't want that for enough Afghanistan. And I'm pretty sure those people don't, don't want that either. We tried, man. We should have had a better plan. But many of us knew the day we went over there, like we are, this is not going to end well. And it happened. No, we, you, we can blame Biden all we want. It's every, every president that sat, uh, sat in that seat since then, I blame all of them, all the leadership. But they, they played to our emotions. We are, we are an emotional country, man. September 11th, September 11th, we got our fucking face slapped and it hurt. We were embarrassed and we had to retaliate. And guess what? We made some bad calls. Now, did we did we get rid of some bad people? Absolutely. Do I feel like the world is slightly a, a safer place at times? At times. But did we really solve anything? Not really. Not really. Some of it, some of it, it made us feel good. Now there were a lot of battles and stuff, the hard fighting that that happened, and and there's a lot of heroes, a lot of heroic heroic stories over the last twenty years. A lot of people sacrificed a lot, and I'm not taking anything away from them. I look, I was in the military for twenty years, man. The best military the world has ever seen. But let's be honest. What have we really won in the last 40 years, man? Vietnam didn't go our way. None of these wars, wars in the Middle East gone have really gone our way. It's like, yeah, we made some headway. But did we, did we decisively win? We did not. I kind of feel like, like the American military, we're kind of like the Dallas Cowboys. We claim to be America's team. But what the fuck have we really won? And there's no disrespect to the military. Like I said, I think it's the most powerful, the best the world has ever seen. But these conflicts that we're getting in, they're, they're not our type of fight, man. We're fighting people uh, in an asymmetrical manner. And it's it's just, it, uh, it's like they found our, that they found our, our, our weak spot. You know, we, we got all these big toys. We got all this cool shit. And the people we're fighting, we can't use it. It's like one of those fucking video games where you, it's like Hitman. You get all these cool fucking weapons, but if you really want to play the game, it's the way it's supposed to be played. You don't get to use any of the cool weapons, man. You're a Hitman. You want to do shit quietly. It's these, these, these groups that we're fighting with, they're, they're these ragtag, asymmetrical. They don't have a uniform. They hide in plain sight. I mean, Unless it's an all-out, like, uh, at times, just an all-out firefight, half the time, we don't even know who the fuck we're fighting, man. Don't even know. 
have no idea who they are. And they just waited and they bided their time. And we just sunk more and more money into this shit. And eventually we we're like, you know, we got to get out of here. In the moment, in the moment, wheels up. Here they come rolling into town. They wasted no time. The Taliban wasted no time to start beating off like when your wife goes, hey, I'm going to Target. As soon as you hear that key hit the ignition and turn over, you got the lotion, you got your fucking favorite uh, clip loaded up, ready to blow your load into a sock. That's exactly what the Taliban, Taliban, the Taliban did. As soon as we were wheels up, they, they pulled their dicks out. All right, let's go. And the fact that you see so many conservative people just, they watch these videos of these guys taking up. They're so terrified. They're so scared. And it's like 6,000 miles away. Nothing is going to happen to you personally, but they act like uh, it's happening in their backyard. And the funny thing is they watched January 6th and felt nothing. Hey, they thought, it, they thought that was cool, but they watched the Taliban take over and they're terrified. Meanwhile, they see people look like them scaling the walls, beating police, tearing shit up, pissing on stuff, talking about taking the country back, and they, nah, I don't see the problem. That's not scary. I just see some people upset about the election, man. But the Taliban, that shit's 6,000 miles away, terrified. You can't even sleep at night. You're so scared. But you look at these people that basically did this, try to do the same thing in our country as fucking just some kind of upset people. Eh, just a little, they're a little angry. Like this guy, Mo Brooks. I think he's like a senator from Missouri or some shit. Some guy claimed to have a bomb at the Capitol, was going to blow it up. Uh, turns out he didn't, turn himself in, been arrested. But he was basically saying, hey, I understand this guy's frustration. Really? Really? And I, I knew it. I, I've said that. I've said it before. This is just the beginning. And slowly but surely, people like that, they're going to outright just start praising these people for this. No, like this is uncalled for. We shouldn't be doing this. He was basically just like, hey, I get it, man. People are really upset about people don't want socialism here. People are upset. We got to fight back. It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? And you sit here and say that black people and other people condone violence and, and we we uh, we welcome all this shit and, and Maxine Waters was praising rioters and all this kind of shit. You can see all that, but you totally ignore what's going on. This other shit, this bombing shit that's going on or attempted bombing or whatever the fuck this guy's, uh, whatever his deal was. I mean, that's how upset this guy is. He's not getting his way so he drove to D.C. and told everybody he had a bomb in his truck because he wasn't getting his way. But everybody else is entitled. Everybody else. Everybody else is entitled. I forgot to say. We whoever helped us in in Afghanistan, they they need to come over here, man. They should be allowed here. Uh, is that's complete bullshit? Did you have, in some cases, man, just regular people embedded with special forces? 
I mean, guys who have trained their entire lives to be in these stressful, uh, high-speed, very dangerous uh, situations. I mean, making last-minute life-or-death situations, close-quarter combat, all that shit. I mean, these dudes have done, I mean, hundreds and thousands of hours hours of training just over and over and over again just to, so that they don't have to think. They can just react in the most stressful situations you can you can find a, a military person or a person in general i'm talking split the decision life or death do i shoot this this figure in the dark yes or no you you're we've asked regular afghan people people who want they they want to help their country we've helped we asked those people to help us and they did they put themselves in harm way in, in harm's way their families a lot of these dudes, especially when they're starting off, they're not going to give them a weapon. They don't fucking know who these people are. They have to earn their trust of, of the people that they're working with. And I can't say there's absolutely no terps, uh, interpreters that, that carry weapons. I'm pretty sure there are some who have been thoroughly vetted. But a lot of these dudes, they don't. They, they These guys end up in combat situations and with no weapon. No weapon. They have to count on the people around them to protect them. Could you imagine that shit, man? Breaching some shit with a Navy SEAL. You got no fucking gun. It's dark. And you're just some regular Afghan dude, but you just you want to help. You do all this stuff for years. You you put yourself in harm's way, your family in harm's way. And sometimes you get you get you get shot, you get hurt, you get maimed. And we just like, ah, sorry, man, we can't bring you back. It's like, dude, I put my whole fucking life on the line for your country, and you're gonna leave me here. Think about that shit. I watched the news last night, man, and I hear a lot of these veterans talk about how sad it is, all the work they put in over there, and to see it all go down the drain. Think about the people that that are from there. Think that's their country. We feel devastated, and it's not even our country. Just think about how they feel, man. That's their home. And a lot of those people that left, they know they can't go back. They can't go back. And this is this is something that really bothers me about it. We made this shit so political and people want to really blame Biden. Oh, he's a piece of shit. He's doing this and he's doing that. We got to get these people over here. Now, the, the people on the right that are saying that shit, they're all, we're praying for these people. We got to help them. What they're going through is awful. Then we do bring these people here. And these same people who claim to be these Christians, they pray for these, the Afghan people, our heart goes out to them. They get here and then you tell these motherfuckers to go back to where they came from. You call them terrorists. You call them all types of racist ass names. When they finally show up and you tell them to go back where they came from. But yet you want to get on social media. Oh, pray for the Afghan people. We're leaving them stranded. This isn't right. And they get here and you shit on them. You call them terrorists. You call them all type of shit. Tell them to go back where they came from. That's wild. You pray for them, right? Didn't you? Yeah, aren't you a Christian? You pray for these people to be saved. Guess what? Your God saved them. Those people, they prayed their God saved them. So if you really are a Christian, you feel like God saved these people and brought them here and you're shitting on them. If anything, it should be you people that truly embrace these people. You should be the ones really taking them in. Think, think about that shit. You claim to be the moral compass of this country. That you know that the left is uh, these godless people. They don't give a shit about anybody. But here you are. 
one shitting on these people, telling them to go back to where they came from. It's mind-blowing to me. So do we really truly care about these people? I think a lot of people don't. They're just afraid that the Taliban is just going to build up to the point where they start attacking shit around the world. So you really don't even care about the Afghan people. You just don't want the Taliban to get enough power to where they can start doing shit around the world. And you don't want other countries that we don't like, that we deem that are bad or evil, going in and somehow aiding these people. And now that they become allies, China or whoever the fuck it may be. That's all That's all we we worried about is we're worried about being attacked or set up for some shit later on. And all we did by going in here saying we're going to help these people and leaving them in the in the wind, all we did was create even more fucking enemies, man. The history was, is repeating itself. Where do you think these original dudes came from? We fucking left them hanging when shit got hard. We did it again. We did it again, man. If something happens, we can only blame ourselves. I do. I would hate to have people who work for us turn on us, man, because we left them in the wind. But what do you think is going to happen to some of these people? They get left behind. They, the Taliban finds out, oh, you were working with the Americans? Oh, okay. So, hey, you can either tell us what you know or you're going to die or probably both. God forbid we have people over there that have uh, knowledge of American intelligence and all that kind of stuff. Or just American... Uh, Friends, hey, um, we know you were an interpreter for X amount of years. I know you're friends with these people that you work with. Yeah, let's, you know, talk, chat them up on Facebook, chat them up on social media. Let's find out where they're working, what they're, what they're doing. You work with us, we won't, harm, we won't harm your family. That's the kind of shit you got to think about, man. But my heart really does go, goes out to the Afghan people, man. I, 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 I wish them the best. It's it's a it's a tough tough call. We can't hold their hand forever, but we 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 should have done. We should have had a better plan. Uh, I'm very sorry that this is heavy on what what's going on, man. But it's just it's 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 really truly a travesty that what what's, what's happened over there. Uh, I hope it all. I hope it works out for the best for everybody because this could get really really ugly, people. Um. Yeah, I I blame all of our leaders. Um, and the thing is, we can't we can't just go, oh, the Dems, the Republicans, this person, it's us, it's America. We abandoned those people. We let them down. It's going to be we who pays for it if some shit pops off in the in, in the future. It'll be our kids, it'll be us, our fathers, our brothers, our sisters, our moms, our our dads, it'll be us. Not these fucking elitists on either side. Most of their kids don't don't join the military. They don't fight. It's the working class people like us that do. Keep that shit in mind. It is our kids that pay the price. All right, our moms, the working class moms that that have to stand there and watch a a, a fucking coffin be unloaded off of a plane her 90 year old son gone and for what these fucking companies man they profited billions of dollars over the last 20 years and we just pack up our shit and go you got people jumping off of planes you got people stuck over there that helped us that put their lives on the line that shit ain't right man it's, it's really not it's fucking gross 
It's disgusting. And honestly, it's quite embarrassing. And we claim to be the fucking number one superpower in the world. And we leave these people in the wind like this. It's not fucking cool, man. This shit needs to get fixed. The world is very complicated, man. But we, we have to figure out how to help these people, man. We can't go on there, start this fucking mess, and then just walk away and act like, oh, we didn't do shit. And then 15, 20, 30 years from now, act fucking surprised when they pop us in the mouth. Now, with that being said, there's a show. That's the show. Buy my goddamn album. Follow me on all things social media, at Chris Allen Comedy. Damn, this episode was too serious. But, hey, I want to talk about what the fuck I'm talking about. I'll holler at y'all later, man. Have a great week. I'm out. Peace.